Hi, I'm Dallas Sleeman, and you're listening to the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. Hey, are you or someone you care about considering, dealing with, or being through a divorce or separation? Well, you're in the right place. You don't have to do this alone. There are people who care and want to help. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thanks for joining me on the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. You are going to hear from our team of experts and professionals how to navigate this difficult transition in your life easier, more efficiently, and with better outcomes. Did you know we host online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome? Check out the links in our show notes and be sure and join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. Are you terrified of facing your finances? There's so much fear and anxiety that surrounds that whole topic. And especially when you're coming out of a divorce or considering a divorce or right in the middle of it, there's a lot of fear. Dallas Sleeman is my guest today. You're going to love her. She is a intuitive financial coach. She's a life coach that will help you face those fears and get from scared to getting started to getting to your goals, even around finances and all that scary stuff. So let's slay that financial demon and meet Dallas now. Hey, Dallas, I'm really pleased that you are able to join us today because you offer a unique service that I hadn't heard of before. And I think our listeners will be very happy to discover the way that you can guide them in some interesting combination of skills. So welcome, please tell us about yourself. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I am a financial life coach. And so what I offer is a um, life coaching service that focuses specifically on finances. And I found that in my previous career as a broker, um, there was a lot of fear and anxiety around money, not really knowing where to start and not really knowing who to talk to or having fear around talking to other professionals. And so my goal is to be the bridge from being scared to start to being ready to talk to an investment professional or whomever you may need down the line. Wow, that's fantastic. Because so many people, as you've told me, feel guilt and shame and so much fear around money. And especially after their relationship that they thought was going to be around for quite a while, whether they were helping with finances or not, now that's changing. So now you add that component to already feeling like I should already know how to manage my money. Mm -hmm. We're embarrassed to ask and admit that it's really all over the place. Maybe we've got a big debt load. We don't know housing now, what the arrangements are going to be, childcare. There's just so many components to this, especially related to divorce and separation, but really at any time uh, in an adult life that you might bump into those, those situations where you need somebody to help you. So how do you build that bridge? Can you tell us a bit more about how that happens? 
Okay. So the very first thing that I do for my clients is when I'm meeting them in a discovery session, I try to find out really where they feel they're at now and where they would like to go. And then from there, once I have the initial goals outlined with the clients, I actually collect their bank statements and credit card statements, and I do a full cash flow assessment. Um, the number one reason that many people are uh, avoiding doing a I guess an analysis of their own spending is the overwhelming thought of having to pull three or six months worth of bank statements together and go through it transaction by transaction to find out what's actually going on. And so I take that stress off of the plate of the client first and foremost. So it's an easy way to ease into having the conversation. The other thing I can do is I can do a full credit assessment and education. And so that's another area that is greatly affected by divorce because oftentimes you may have credit cards that are joined with your ex-partner or your partner may have been the primary primary care or the primary uh, holder of that credit facility. And so it may not report to your credit bureau and that can affect your ability to move forward to qualify for a mortgage or renting a unit or whatever it happens to be. And so I can go through and Equifax Credit Bureau. So it's coming from the real deal and go through it line by line with my clients to say, okay, this is where you're at. And this is what we can do to build your credit and get you to where you need to be in order to achieve some of the financial goals you have. And then after the initial cash flow assessment and credit assessment, and those pieces of education, I really dig in with the clients to look at what are the belief systems that are underpinning some of the things that are tripping us up. I know when I separated from my ex-fiance, I had to redo a massive financial reset and basically start from ground zero. And I had to think about my belief system. And luckily I was working with a coach at that time. And so she was able to assist me and it changed the way I look at money. And it also changed the way I spend my money. And so having those belief systems uh, identified and then determining how you want to change them to something new, that to something that actually supports you in the life that you are now building for yourself can be so exciting, a little daunting, but also really exciting. <laughs> now, I imagine you experience seeing people sigh a huge sigh of relief because they've probably built up this very negative expectation towards what you're going to discover when you look at their finances. And then when you look at it and dial it down and say, hey, this is where you are. This is where you'd like to get. This can happen. It's mm -hmm. not as bad as maybe you had anticipated the news would be after Dallas goes through everything. So do you, is that common that you do see relief from people when they see the actual picture? Absolutely. There's relief and understanding. And so 
There's two different shifts that I think really happen. And like when we're avoiding something, our brain is telling us, no, it's okay. We can avoid this. Like it, we can deal with it later. But what ends up happening is even though we're trying to enjoy the moment, there's always that underlying piece of anxiety and that knowing that we technically should be doing something. And so even just lifting that avoidance allows for a really big emotional release and relaxation in a sense. And then when we do look at the numbers, sometimes there's a little bit of surprise going, oh, I did not realize that that was like that. And then when we talk about lifestyle factors and we can tie it back to a certain lifestyle factor or we can shift a certain lifestyle factor to change that expenditure, it really starts out with bite-sized pieces. We tend to think that when we're looking at something like our finances, it can feel really overwhelming because the picture is so big and we feel like we need to do so many things to get to where we want to be. But working with a coach or working with somebody who can be your accountability partner to break it down into the bite-sized pieces and say, okay, let's start here and focus on this first. And then once this is taken care of, let's take the next step and then the next step. And so all of a sudden, you're no longer trying to eat the entire elephant in right. one bite. You're taking one bite at a time. I love that analogy. And or that um, isn't there a staircase one, too, and you just, you know, one step at a time and don't be intimidated by the far off goal. Can you yeah. share with us what brought you to? this decision to offer this type of service? Oh, Why? so many things. So many things brought me here. Um, I would say that the biggest thing was going through my own life transition. And so at the time that I separated from my fiance, I was almost one year, maybe just a little bit more than one year into being self-employed for the first time. I went from a highly paid sales position into becoming a mortgage broker. And so when we separated, all of a sudden I had a house that was in my name to pay for all of the bills associated with it, a car payment, like just life in general to contend with and less income than I'd ever had before. And so all of a sudden I was forced to make this work. And being immersed in the financial uh, sector was actually a blessing because it allowed me to not only pay my bills and do everything I needed to do there, but I also gained a lot of knowledge about the basic mechanics of finances and how certain financial products work and how to support individuals in making a really significant financial decision in their life. And the more I worked with my coach and the more I talked to my clients, I really began to see that I really wasn't alone in what I was going through. It was something that was common for so many individuals. And there's this almost like a morality complex around money where we feel like we should just know what to do. And when we don't, it's embarrassing. We feel, you know, a little bit ashamed of it. We're scared to talk about it. And so I really just shifted my conversations with my clients and 
helped to create a situation where they were moving into a financial position that was strong for them. Um, and after a period of time, it was like, you know what? I love the coaching side of this so much. I think I'm going to go get my official coaching certification and then see if I can turn this into a business. And so that's how I landed here. Just personal, I guess, strife is one word you could use for it. And then also really just wanting to create a space to, I mean, really take away the, the mystery of money and take away the shame and the anxiety around money. Because like, if we could do that on a societal level, my goodness, we would live in a different world. That's very true. And how many times have we heard of the lack of opportunity to teach kids in our school systems? You know, mm. maybe maybe ditch something else and and bring in more to do with finances, including investing. And, mm. you know, take away that mystery at a young age and make it a common conversation, make it something that is, you know, even conversation is awkward. As soon mm. as money comes up, people want to shut down back, back up, um, not talk about it. So it is an awkward area of our lives that is, we can't live without it, but yet we don't really want to talk about it or go there. So to have someone that we can speak to about our concerns and our goals that will sit down and look at the actual numbers of where we are. That's mm -hmm. just priceless, <laughs> which I just put a price, <laughs> but you know, yeah. even our sayings are, are related to money. Uh, what are you finding as far as the, the biggest questions that you're faced with when you first meet people? It, let's, let's just, for example, because this is a, kind of divorce based. So divorce and separation, what are some of the challenges that, that some of your clients are, is their primary challenge? I think the one that I come across the most is one of the first things my clients think about when they're thinking about leaving a relationship is where am I going to live? How am I going to do this? Am I going to be able to purchase another property if they are homeowners or what does it look like moving forward? And so I have permission to share this story. Recently, one of my very close friends went through a separation and she hadn't been legally married to her partner, but they had been together for a little over 10 years and they had a daughter together. And so based on family law in Alberta, they required a separation agreement in order to assure that both the assets of the relationship and the child custody and support was taken care of. And so when she initially came to me, I was brokering at the time. She's like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Let's go buy me a house. And she wrote an offer on a brand new build. And thank goodness she had a great relationship with the builder because she used to work for them. Um, because the needing of the separation agreement was completely out of left field for her. And so she had to put a big pause on everything. 
start working with a mediator and get that all sorted out before she could carry forward. And then even after she did make that purchase and she did move, it was a question of, okay, now that I'm 100% on my own, what does my lifestyle look like now? How am I going to support my children and ensure that they still have a similar standard of living to the best of my ability and not go into debt while doing it? And so they, we've had a lot of discussions around just what is that vision? What is the lifestyle? Because ideally we want to we want to be living in a place where we don't feel like we're lacking anything but we're also not spending over what we can afford to spend in order not to feel like we're lacking and so that's where the belief systems come in that's where the vision of life comes in that's where the values and the the core of the family comes in especially if children are involved Yes, it does. There are, there's a lot to consider and it can get really tricky. Mm-hmm. And then if there is debt that needs to be paid off, um, there's just, there's so many aspects to this and that's where it's good that you have a coach that you can walk you through it with that life coaching mindset, mm-hmm. which is such a, it, it's a war. It feels warmer than just the cold black and white. Here's the numbers this is where you want to go. This is where you are now. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it feels more um, supportive, I guess, in, in many ways, because you can help them work through this from an emotional setting as well. Right. How Mm -hmm. about in the future? So now are, are you still available to help coach them along once they've reached some of those goals or need to adjust some of those goals? Absolutely. I can coach at really any stage in life, whether it's a young person just moving into the job market for the first time, really just learning how to manage their money to begin with, because as soon as you turn 18, everybody wants to give you a credit card and that's not exactly awesome. Um, I can coach couples. Uh, Oftentimes when it comes to coaching couples, finance is the number one reason for divorce in North America. And so if there is financial strife within a relationship, if both partners are willing to come to the table and make a plan to work together to move through it, there's a possibility that other areas of the relationship can be healed as well. Um, And then if you are moving forward into divorce, I can coach through that and then well beyond that as well. So it really comes down to the coaching from the financial aspect is individualized completely and totally. And when we're looking at things like paying down debt or creating savings or um, whatever it may be, whatever the goal may be, the mechanics of finance are going to be very similar 
of along the way. How money works is going to be similar, but how you interact with those mechanics and how you have your, your belief systems and your values interact with those mechanics of finance is what's going to be different along the way. That's amazing that, uh, that you can customize that so personally, Dallas, and, and be a support at all these different stages. I find it very interesting too, that you can start working with people right from the time they turn 18 and they're first more independently managing their finances. Now, something came to mind that I want to ask you about too, because as you know, one of my passions is to help support women who are experiencing uh, or have experienced domestic abuse. And Mm -hmm. financial abuse is also, even now with the change in the definition of domestic violence, that is not just physical. And now financial abuse is also listed under there with emotional, psychological, you know, social, sexual, all of those. Now, when you encounter someone who has, whether they realize it or not, has experienced financial abuse, in a relationship is there is there ways that you can work with them through your life coaching component as well to to help them you know heal from that and and understand that this is something that was used to manipulate or abuse them and that they they are strong enough to to manage this on their own now and, uh, you know, help them deal with that fear and anxiety around it. Absolutely. So there's a very fine line between, um, what I can handle as a life coach and what I do need to refer out to a psychologist. And so depending on where the client is at in the process of, really managing the trauma aspect of that, I can absolutely come in and help to work on the belief systems and instill some some sense of self-efficacy and strength and the ability to move forward. But uh, as of right now, I am not certified to work directly with the trauma itself. And so that would be something where I could work in tandem with another professional. And between the two of us, I believe we would be able to make a a really strong path forward. That would be incredible because you are in a position when you see people dealing with some of the financial fallout of a divorce or separation, or they're even in the consideration stage and kind of tentatively looking for some guidance, you would be able to help them identify, you know, whether they need referral to someone else. But I love that you are able to work in tandem because a psychologist isn't necessarily fit coach for the financial side. So to have that support from both people and, and someone I'm assuming that you also have uh, some great referrals that you trust. And that is so reassuring then for your clients that who you refer out, whether it's a psychologist or some other uh, modality is, you know, a mediator, whoever they might need to help continue ahead with the goals they have. And so they've got you guiding with the coaching for finances and then people that you trust that you can work with 
and help them reach the goals in the most healthy way and deal with the trauma. Uh, you know, whether it's abuse or not, if they're leaving there, there's trauma. Absolutely. And grief and, and mourning, you know, type of things. So it's, it's amazing that you have that type of a, a support system mm-hmm. in place. Absolutely. There is the one thing I really wanted to do when I started this business was to ensure that if a client came to me, I would be able to support them fully on the coaching side, but also have a very robust network of other professionals that I could refer out to depending on what the needs were, whether it's a psychologist, a mediator, a family law lawyer, uh, accountants, bookkeepers, financial planners, the list goes on. There are so many avenues and so many connections within this. And just knowing that somebody has your back and can give you Uh, multiple referrals, as well as questions to ask of those referrals to find the right fit moving forward can take a lot of the pressure off. Because if you think about, for example, finding a financial planner or somebody who can help split marital assets and investments and things like that, you need to have a very trusting relationship with that person as well. And so knowing which questions to ask so that you can find that fit and you can find that person that you can have those open, vulnerable conversations with is so important. And what speaks to me when you share that is how credible and how much you can trust a coach like yourself when you are full fully transparent about this is where I can help you. But I have this expansive, comprehensive network of people that are part of my team, if you want to say, and it's not like it's me or nobody, and I won't work with anyone else. And you're on your own if you don't like me or whatever it might be, right? Or if or if we bump into something that we can't handle, well, sorry. So that is really incredible. I'm, I'm pleased to hear that. Now, I'm also excited about an idea that we're hatching and working on to develop some bite-sized episodes where we specifically speak to a tool that you can offer. Mm-hmm. And so please, um, I want our listeners to know that that is that's coming. Come back and check. Be sure and catch those. And you know, whether it's an assessment tool, that might be one of the first things we offer where you really start to, uh, I think, dig in to the stuff you've been avoiding and mm-hmm. just, you know, crack it open, have a look, some little introductory ways that you can start feeling a little more comfortable with those opening those conversations, knowing when you should look for some help. So there are going to be some really interesting bite-sized series coming up from different experts, including Dallas. And I am excited to share those and offer ways that, you know, you can empower your financial goals and empower yourself with your financial education. And we won't just fire hose you with a bunch of stuff. You can you can just learn at your own pace and start incorporating those and, and really considering that it doesn't have to be scary. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't like that is the number one thing or the number one message is it doesn't have to be scary. Money doesn't have to be scary. It can feel overwhelming at first. And believe me, before I went into the financial industry, I was like, I think I know what I should be doing, but I just can't seem to really understand or really figure it out. And so having that knowledge of what it feels like to not know and then be on the other side and be like, actually, this isn't as bad as I think it is, or I thought it was. It's very heartening and it literally can be broken down into very quick little five or 10 minute snippet exercises that you can dig into and either do an assessment or work on a belief system or whatever it happens to be and move forward. So I love the fact that you are bringing this in as a feature of your podcast. I appreciate that. I'm really excited about it. I'm I'm just so enthused at how everyone's buying into this and they see such value in offering this way of educating people in, in a simple uh, tool or an exercise that they can do that just helps build that confidence. And I want to back up just a little bit, because I wanted to comment too on how happy I am to hear that you offer people ways to feel more comfortable when they do approach another service provider that, you know, Mm -hmm. you can, help them uh, initiate that, that introduction, they'll feel more comfortable going into it, they know what to expect. So that's an amazing resource that, uh, that your clients would have access to. Is there a way that people can explore working with you? Do you offer consults? Absolutely. So when I initially am approached by a client, what I'll do is I'll have a 15 to 30 minute introductory phone call with them, which is where I will just really try to get to know who they are and what they're hoping to accomplish on a very, very session. That is really the very first taste that they'll get of what it's going to be like working with me as a coach. And so I do the discovery session complimentary. And then if they are willing and ready to move forward, that's at the point where we sign the official coaching contract, I collect the documents, and then I start doing the assessments. And so there is absolutely a chance to have that one hour discovery session and go, okay, you know what, I think this is actually going to work with me, because especially like specializing in finance, I do not want anybody to feel like they're locked into paying for something that isn't actually helping. That's so beneficial to, for both of you to, to just learn and explore where they want to go and how you can fit into helping them. And again, that sense of relief that, okay, you get me, you understand, you can help Mm -hmm. me. You are actually somebody who can help me. And I think that's such a relief that they've discovered there is someone like you, like here's Dallas Sleeman, a financial life coach. And I, I am going to not be alone in this. That's one of the biggest messages. You are not alone. 
there are people who care and want mm. to help. That's like, that's like my tagline everywhere. There's people who care and want to help. And it really comes through how much you care for people and just the enthusiasm that you bring. Um, you know, I've met you in person multiple times and I can attest to the fact that, yes, this is the real Dallas. This is who you would be working with. This is the energy she brings. And I just love that. Uh, is there anything further that you would like to add uh, before we wrap up? I think for the most part, we've covered really the base of everything for lack of a better term. Um, and so I guess in a sense, the only thing I would add is like, if you have questions or if there is something that is just on the back of your mind, something that you're avoiding, don't be scared to reach out the relief that you're going to feel just by taking that first step is so immense and it will feel so good. Thank you. I would like to um, reassure everybody that your contact information, all the ways to get a hold of you, is, are going to be in the show notes. So don't panic. She's not just uh, a figment of your imagination on here. <laughs> you will be able to get a hold of her and ask some of those questions. Set up a consult. See if you are uh, a fit, and she can be there to guide you. Thanks again, Dallas. I so appreciate you spending time here your first time on the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. And we look forward to seeing more of you in some bite-sized episodes where we share some tools and exercises to really help people get a handle of their financial life. Awesome. I so appreciate you having me on the show, Dina. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information. Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through divorce or separation. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, divorce resource groups, blog, and all content, including our podcast, is intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada does not constitute endorsements for nor liability for any claims made in the presenting of this information.